0: The BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I'm here with and uh we're back again for another episode, another installment of this great show that you stumbled upon. Or um you didn't stumble upon it's your first time. Well, while I'm on it, shout out to the first time listeners, shout out to the last time listeners, shout out to the people that will never listen again, and shout out to the people that will (laughs) continue to listen. For as long as we keep putting content up, we appreciate y'all. And um, yeah. So today's topic we want to tackle forgiveness, and I think it's a topic that everybody has some sort of relationship with, whether it's a bad relationship, a good relationship. I don't know. You decide. But uh, we thought it would be kind of cool to speak on it. And um, yeah. So what what are your thoughts on uh forgiveness, Brit?
1: Well, you brought the topic to my attention. And I didn't really give it much deep thought at first. Just kind of like, all right, sure, whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll do forgiveness. No big deal. Um, But like, I started to feel kind of like heavy at the end of yesterday, like leading up to me gathering my notes uh, for today's topic, and um, just fleeting thoughts of things that were bothering me or i guess in actuality um things that i need to forgive yeah (laughs) and as i was researching and processing everything i think it's natural to think well how does this apply to me so that then brought up more of uh, clearly my own unresolved issues with forgiveness and like you said i'm sure we all can relate we all have big and tiny forgivenesses that we need to address and even if it's like a past issue that doesn't seem to play a large part in your life at present day, you still are holding on to it until you release it because um, you end up making it like a part of you in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So I'm like, God, I don't feel right. It's just like, all right, I got to do something. Let me, let, me, let me take some of these tips that I'm reading about. I'm like, hey, okay, maybe I should try this out. Let me try to forgive something that's been an annoyance in my life right now. That's dope. so so I sat and thought it through and I'm like okay this isn't so bad I started with like a small one and forgiving that one thing led me to be able to forgive like five other things and also begin working on a more significant forgiveness in my life that's probably going to take some more time um there's like a few moments of panic (laughs) when when you're like going to forgive the occurrence Mm. it's just like oh no but then you (laughs) i don't want to but then you realize like it's not that deep uh you know it's let go of that feeling of it's it's gonna happen again
2: yeah
1: um you know because it's it's not and even if it does just deal with it then um but not forgiving literally feeds the issue more negativity Mm. by holding on to it it will never get better if you keep fueling the fire Um, withholding the forgiveness does not have a more powerful effect on the person than you just letting it go like that part of you that you were giving them you're able to regain it back yeah
0: I think it's kind of like um forgiveness is when you give up the hope that the past could be any different as long as you're not forgiving like you're kind of I don't know thinking you can go back in time and change it or or your outlook on what happened change will change at some point.
1: Yeah, that or to it's just like a punishment for that person.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's what you feel it is. That's not in reality what it is. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to say? No, no. Did you want to keep it? Moving? Did you want
0: to dive into the definition of it?
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to dive into next. Um, so, what is forgiveness? so it's letting go of a grievance or judgment that you hold against someone else so when you forgive you also let go of feelings of bitterness resentment and vengeance
0: vengeance
1: (laughs) and processing that emotional trauma and releasing those old wounds can benefit greatly from something called forgiveness therapy which is just working through it. And you can seek a professional or just do your own this self There's a whole
0: work. genre of therapy that's just forgiveness therapy?
1: Yeah, that's, that's one. I guess that's what you call it.
0: Okay. All right.
1: People seek out how to forgive. Mm-hmm. And that's some real shit.
0: I mean, obviously, we're doing a whole topic on it, so I am not. I can't really talk <laughs> shit.
1: I know. I didn't know it was a thing <laughs> I didn't either. Know. Yeah. I didn't, I'm like, damn, I guess so. Yeah. Sure. I
0: do know that there's people that struggle with forgiving more than others, more than myself, for sure.
1: Well, 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 others, you said, but you also have to include yourself. So I think.
0: No, I know. I know. I struggle. Don't we
1: all struggle? Yeah, no,
0: we all struggle with it. But I know there's people, let me not say forgiveness, let me say holding on to grudges. I think that's like kind of yeah. two different things.
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder, though, because you know, some people hold on to grudges more strongly than others. Yeah. I wonder how much that matters
0: matters in regards to what
1: just as far as what it does to yourself because essentially you're still holding on to oh, it for sure even if you may not be as angry and upset as someone else mm-hmm. you know who's holding on to a grudge you're still holding on to a piece of it like it's still there yeah so i wonder you know what i mean how what are the levels <laughs> um all right so uh the stages of forgiveness, for an example of um, forgiving someone that's, like, close to you, um, it includes more than just eliminating the motivation towards revenge. You know what I mean? Like, I guess that's, like, a shallow base of forgiveness, just saying, all right, I'm just not going to be mad at you anymore, yeah. you know? But um, to forgive a person... They had um, online, I saw, they broke it down into like three different things. So you become less motivated to retaliate against the person, um, less motivated to remain estranged from that person, you know, if you don't want to be around them and things like nah. that. Um, but the final part is when you become motivated by feelings of goodwill towards the person despite their hurtful actions. So you begin hoping for like positive things for them and sending no negative energy their way. Mm-hmm. So that's like a whole nother thing to start to want good things for the person.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think uh, it's important to like point out that like forgiving isn't the same as healing from the situation?
1: I I feel like they play into each other.
0: I feel like people should rather focus on, especially people like myself that might might get that like knee jerk reaction to be like, vengeful a little bit Mm -hmm. i don't really play Mm -hmm. into it that much but like rather focus on healing and like processing my emotions first before i i think you have to do that before you can forgive
1: correct well yeah yeah i think that's part of the whole process um of working through you have to identify first your feelings about it um what the situation even was that occurred Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe if you break it down and think about it from different points of view, or if you're even able to rewrite how it happened, could help you get to the point where you're like, all right, I can fully let this go. Yeah, you definitely have to do that work first before you can just say you let it go because you have to let it go emotionally, not just saying it. But when you don't process those emotions, they remain trapped inside and- become like stomach aches you can get high blood pressure become depressed have anxiety and that's why it also needs to be said that don't force yourself to go into working through that forgiveness with whatever situation it is until like you're ready um or even do it in like small steps because it can be like somewhat overwhelming yeah depending on the situation and what the trauma was you know Um, so it's like really know your timing as well don't feel like you have to forgive (laughs) if you're not ready but eventually it's like you know I think everybody you all know the difference you know like when you're going through something and you're in the moment but then if it's years later
2: it's like all
0: right. (laughs) Buddha has a quote that came to mind when I was like looking up stuff about this and it said holding on to anger excuse me Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yep. So
1: there's another one with something about like holding a hot coal. Like the anger is the hot coal and you're holding on to it, but you're the only one getting burned. True. You know what's crazy? I did come across because I also, I'll get into it later, but I was also looking up different like medical studies and things like that, that pertain to forgiveness. And I didn't put it in the notes, but. I it's an interesting story to share. There's this doctor back in the seventies, I believe, and he treated burn victims. And when they would come in, a lot of times he also used um, hypnotherapy to like if they would come in and they had like these severe burns like on their legs or something like that. He would use hypnotherapy like say to them like you know relax, imagine that your legs are submerged in ice and things like that to like get them I guess to calm down and. The effect has a way of helping the body heal when you're visualizing, you know, those positive things. But he was also saying that his the victims that came in that were angry and that were holding on to resentment didn't heal did as not fast. Yeah,
0: didn't mm-hmm. heal as fast. Yeah, I've yeah, heard about he that before. That,
1: yeah, he said the skin grafts wouldn't take. Um, and a lot of, and most of the victims that were burn victims were angry people.
2: <laughs> so, shit.
1: right but it's just kind of crazy like hell is hot like yeah those are the people who get burned and the not not saying funny but when i was in a very deep state i think of resentment and just anger and things like that i used to work in a kitchen and how many times did i burn myself like <laughs> i was constantly burning myself and i didn't even feel it like Damn. i was just constantly yeah after i got used to it mm. But um, I was always burning myself. Um, And then I like sliced my thumb open like right before I went to court. I remember that. (laughs) I'm thinking back like, damn. Well,
0: you got to think about all the all the like, like if your brain is a hard drive, I know I've used this analogy before, but just all the space that that shit takes up, like subconsciously. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're holding on to a grudge, there's really no way you can be present. And I think we need to gravitate more towards things that keep us present than either take us too far into the future or take us too deep into the past. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah, because when you're in that state of anger and resentment, you are using that panic mode in your brain, not really that logical, you know, side. But we'll get more into that a little bit later. Do you you have, Um, like,
0: any, like, early lessons of, like... Well, first of all, does does revenge ever really satisfy the initial wrongdoing? I feel like uh, I've never experienced that. I
1: don't feel like I've ever gotten revenge. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like I've ever t- did that to someone. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I think I had like
1: too afraid of karma, <laughs> right?
0: Well, I think early on, like I had a real early lesson of like resentment and revenge when I was in middle school, okay. and like. I don't know what it was, but like me and this dude Abdul just had beef. Like it was just on sight. It was just on sight. Like I don't know. Why
2: was it on sight? It wasn't
0: like like it never got physical. I'm the one that crossed the physical line.
1: Well, did you guys ever even speak before? No, yeah, we
0: were all in the same group of friends, but it was just I don't I don't know what it was. You don't
1: remember what started?
0: Nah. Okay. Um, So a mutual friend of ours, (laughs) the instigator of of Mm sorts was just like in my ear all day and we all had like gym together later on that day and i had like a class when he was like yo Abdul was talking mad shit da, 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 da. like <laughs> just just going in right so we get to to gym class and and the instigator hands me this basketball and was like yo throw this at him
2: uh oh,
0: right and this ain't no like ordinary basketball like it's one of them really heavy rubber ones like yep, like I know you exactly don't even what you're talking about. you never even played a basketball game with this one like it wasn't even an option <laughs> and um brett I, th- I threw this ball with so much fire yo like i saw it curve in the air like the trajectory all that like
1: <laughs> sent so much fire <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: terrible
0: so he's going for a layup and i just connect like right on the side of his oh. face his glasses fly off and then like i immediately yeah yeah
1: i have a story now okay go ahead
0: right so i immediately feel bad almost mm-hmm. like it's instantly and of course Instagram in the back's like oh like just like wild. right so like i don't know i think that was like an early lesson was just like all right resentment and revenge did not bring me any solace but yeah. what was funny though He's a police officer. Yo, shout out to Abdul. He's a police officer now. And um, nah, I think maybe a couple of years ago, he reminded me of another exchange him and I had in high school, like later on in high school, that mm-hmm. got documented. And it came up when they were doing his background check to become a police officer. What? Had, when you're a police officer, they got to do this like extensive background check. So yeah, anything yeah. that happened in high school, like it's just going to show up on there. And you got to like talk about it or some shit like that. I don't know.
1: Oh, they got all like Documenting. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah oh damn he was out here a while cool. <laughs> <Right>?
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i now i'm thinking about when i was a kid i definitely have some things that i did where i was instantly like that was not cool mm-hmm. yeah like there's this one time this boy there's this family in our neighborhood and they were kind of like the dirty. Yeah, they was
0: assholes everybody had that family
1: yeah like they're fucking assholes and i don't know what the boy did I don't know what he did, but it pissed me off. I don't know if he did something to me or my sister, and I spit in his face. Oh,
0: damn, Brit.
1: I know. We were like, I rode by on a bike <laughs> and spit.
0: You didn't drive by spitting?
1: <laughs> drive by spit.
0: It was loogie. Oh, it was loogie. It was in the back of the God. neck.
1: Ew, I've never done a loogie, no. It was some spritzy ass spit. And he told his mom, and then his Mm. mom told my mom, and my mom laid into me, I mean, damn right he should have snitched. That was nasty. Like, I was like, you don't do that to people. Like, that is disgusting. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Like, that is disgusting. I was so disappointed in myself. I remember being, like, fifth grade or something like that. And I know there was another time where this girl, I remember it was, like, snowing outside, and this girl... I don't know she did It's always me running did something to my sister again (laughs) and I totally just like I already saw her like getting in my sister's face and I don't know it wasn't like a full-blown fight but I don't even know what happened I just walked up and pushed her and she slid on the ice and fell and she was crying and I felt terrible and I was just like that that like why
0: I don't know what it is why is anger such like a knee-jerk reaction
1: because it's tied into the flight or fight or flight thing in our brain, uh-huh. where you feel like danger or you know you don't feel comfortable, so it's just like, oh, what do I do?
0: I think it's easier <laughs> to stay angry than to get into like work through your feelings.
1: Well, yeah, that, that's why we do it, <laughs> but then it's detrimental to our health and our just general well being. Um, but. I was thinking, too, about, because a lot of times when we say we forgive, we don't truly forgive. We just reconcile. And that's not the same thing. Like, just letting things go
2: mm-hmm. you
1: didn't work through it. So, you know, just to say, okay, we're not going to think about this anymore. Or, you know, we just agree to be, you know. Cordial. or, or... Cordial, yeah. Like, <laughs> that doesn't mean that. You're over this situation because subconsciously that emotion is still festering and it's able to be triggered. You know, it's just waiting, waiting for the moment to pop out like, (laughs) (laughs) gotcha. I knew it was going to happen. You just start snapping again. Like, so when you truly forgive, you release it. It's not there waiting. Um, And forgiveness has to be for yourself. And of course, the other person may seek forgiveness for you from you, but they also have to forgive themselves as well. So it's, like, everybody got to do their forgiveness work for it to truly matter. (laughs) And if you, like, air quotes, forgive someone and not truly feel that emotionally, um, you know, when you interact with that person, um, it can just trigger all types of feelings of resentment if you don't work through it, so... I think the next thing, unless you have some more to add on. Well,
0: no, I think for me, what kind of helps me with it, and I don't know if it's the best way, y'all can decide, but um, I believe it comes down to understanding that, like, not everything that's done to me has anything to do with me personally. Does that hmm. make, make sense?
1: No, it totally makes sense. But but... I feel
0: like we all have, like, kind of, like, a, a tendency to be narcissistic in in the way we process other people's behavior like i can't believe they did this to me attitude oh, yeah, or definitely. like uh when, when in reality we really don't know what led them to that and if yeah. i'm having a problem processing forgiveness this that and the third i can only assume that other people are going through their own things. so it's kind of a hard concept to grasp
1: yeah I was going to say, I think that's more of an advanced- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no,
0: no, no. It's a practice. It's a practice. It's not yeah, something I can I... always do, but-
1: No, but in general, something that is not that close to you, that happens to you, like a stranger in passing does something, it shouldn't ruin your whole gang. I've seen it.
0: Now- I've seen it. No, right. No, no, no. Day. That's what I was
1: going to say. There are plenty of people who take those types of things very personally, and I feel like those people have the most work to do. hmm You know, because it's like, you got to get over that small shit which you're making a really big deal, you gotta address that before you can even really go into things that are more deeply affecting you. Um, which leads to them being resentful. Right.
2: (laughs) Good old Um, resentment.
1: Yeah, good old resentment. So resentment is a process where we repetitively replay feelings of hurt and the events that led up to it. Mm. So when we go through the event in our mind, we don't just think of the facts. We also relive all the feelings associated with it. And it affects us over and over again, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You're like getting
0: mad again. You ever just be sitting on the toilet or something um, like, oh, that bitch did
1: it? <laughs> yeah. Or like, if I retell a story, I get so animated and upset again. Like, yeah. My heart rate goes up and everything.
2: And no worse in those childhood shit.
0: joints that you can never get back. Like the, the stuff that happened in your childhood, is like, oh,
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely got to let that shit go.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) But, oh, then, okay, so I got this information from an article I saw online that somebody did on resentment. Um, They said, we hold on to our resentment, dismissing the advice to forgive, believing that our hurt is felt more deeply than the hurt of others. So feeling like the wound we experience cannot be let go without that person being punished. And we may often believe that the people telling us to forgive have not gone through what we've gone through. So they don't know how we feel. That,
0: you know, I, that does get on my nerves. Like if you're like talking to someone and be like, you don't know what I've been through. Like, <laughs> you ever hear that? Like that's people's go to. Hey, walk walking my shoes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know that. I don't know. I, that like victim. Kind of behavior, like. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Right. Right. You want to hold on to it and make it a part of mm-hmm. you. Um, but feeling angry and resentful, among other negative emotions, can be beneficial in the short term. Like I was just talking about a, a few minutes ago, uh, when we feel it, the stress triggers a series of reactions in our body called the fight or flight response, which can help us deal with the situation. Our blood pressure increases, our awareness is heightened and our thinking clears temporarily. <laughs> and our body is flooded with chemicals such as adrenaline. And all of these will help ensure our survival either by fighting or running away. But if you're always in this state, <laughs> you know, that constant increase of blood pressure and the release of chemicals, it will build up, and it will ultimately just be like an overload. Yeah,
0: they say anger is like a form of stress, so holding on to stuff like that, like it's chronic stress. You're just stressing yeah, and you your body letting
1: out. letting it flare up throughout the day. Um, and it can lead to heart disease, uh, depression, irritable, irritable bowel syndrome, mess up your stomach. Mm. damn, Chronic fatigue. <laughs>
0: and- <laughs> you know, I wonder, I'm over here. Yeah. All right. For our listeners, yo, my stomach always messed up. Like I got a bad stomach. So I want, I, I, I need to take that advice and really think about what I'm holding on to.
2: <laughs> my stomach bubbling right now. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. So I saw this interesting article about processing resentment by Dr. Robert Enright. Um, had an article on psychology today. I was like, This is interesting. I should check out this page more often.
0: You never read so he- like psychology today? Like at all? No, not like every now and then I, I I don't go search on it like that, but I feel like the articles that like are interesting to me always come from there.
1: Yeah, I've, I've never stumbled upon that.
0: Oh, my bad, my bad.
1: I mean, I've also just started working a desk job, so now I have time Yeah, to Well, wait. yeah, that has
0: a big thing to do with it. <laughs> I've been at a desk job for like nine years.
1: <laughs> i like, oh, so much. All right, um, so he was saying that you first have this initial euphoria when you're initially like building up the resentment. You know, it starts when... Someone has wronged you and you stood up for yourself or maybe you didn't stand up for yourself. Uh, but in the end, that resentment gives you a feeling of strength. You know, that, yeah. that anger mm-hmm. you harbor towards the person um, and nurturing that rewarding. I say that in air quotes, rewarding feeling can become a habit to some people. And he said that he knew of a person, upon having his morning cup of coffee, he would replay a previous injustice and feel the <laughs> inner strength <laughs> as a way of getting ready for the day. That's how you gear up? <laughs> up you go outside.
0: Right. Let me get my cup <laughs> of coffee and my deep deep. hatred.
1: <laughs> <sighs> like, he instantly thinks of a time where he felt an injustice happen towards him He felt that blood pressure build up, all that anger brewing. And that's what helped him get ready for the day. That is insane. That sounds gross. That's like uh, that he said he did realize over time that such a routine left him drained before he even left the house, which, yeah, I can imagine, dude. Um, And that temporary, temporary adrenaline rush was turning on him. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) I'm just like, people are like that, huh? Which is wild. So, it says, like, once we realize that that short-term euphoria of feeling that, you know, vengeance uh, turns against us, then we're like, okay, how do I turn this off? You know, then they work through, maybe I should take up work, running, exercising, maybe I should relax more. Um, you know, some people get to the point where they don't know how to get rid of it.
0: Yeah. And some people are just Which, always on 10. Like, you ever run into those people that's just on 10?
1: Yeah driving
0: Absolutely. driving's the most yeah well,
1: but i'm thinking about not knowing how to get rid of the resentment even towards yourself i guess it could apply i wonder i mean i i definitely have something i'm sure i'm i'm sure i know
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know i know i could uh i can let go but um it says the third part which becomes the most sinister of all, which is what we were saying is when the resentment becomes a part of your identity
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's the part of who you are as a person and you move from showing resentful behavior to becoming a resentful person. Um, Say
0: that again. Say that again. That's important (laughs) to hear again.
1: Yeah. You move from showing resentful behavior to becoming a resentful person. So at this point, you got to change your whole identity, which requires even more work. Mm-hmm. So they say for people that are having resentment issues, um, these are a few tips um, to try to work through it. They say try to see the inner world of the person that you were resentful towards. You know, maybe they're carrying an extra burden of resentful resentment themselves. Maybe they had, you know, a rough past. Um they're living with the bitterness that's spreading to you. Yeah. And, that, <laughs> and it's like, you can see how hurt people hurt people. Yeah, that <laughs>
0: kind of goes back to what I was saying before about, like, don't always internalize everything. And mm-hmm. and people's yeah. actions aren't always indicative of how they feel about you, just just how <laughs> things play at, played out for them.
1: Well, that's what they say. Like, people are a mirror. So... You know, you just see yourself in others, and that's how, how you treat others is how you feel about yourself.
0: You know what's a good way? Huh? Try start looking at people that, like, they were a baby once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. they were innocent. It was just, and, and then whatever happened to them just turned them into yeah. what you're seeing in the present. I think that's, that'd probably be a good way to look at it.
2: I I think so. Nobody hates cute. babies. Cute little tea. Right? Fuck them like, uh, <laughs>
1: Um <laughs> All right. So another tip is to commit to doing no harm to the person who is harming you, um, and that allows for a new kind of inner strength to develop. And they say these people that feel the strong resentment for them to stand in the pain so that they do not pass it to innocent people. You know, because like like you just said, hurt people hurt people. So if you take responsibility for your pain and you keep it as your own, you're not gonna keep passing it around to others by being an
0: asshole. <laughs> that should be a hot potato,
1: right? Like, <laughs> 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 and they said science has identified a powerful resentment buster, which is forgiveness. Mm. <laughs> so forgiveness is a way of offering goodness to the one who gave you the unwanted present of forgiveness of resentment uh so they are saying softening your heart towards the one who wronged you can bring you inner relief because even though you know you don't want to be mad and then like somebody comes and then like makes you like laugh and then it's like this feels much better than being pissed off. I
0: know. Yo, don't you don't But I
1: still want to be mad.
0: Uh, I try to get rid of that so fast though. So fast. It depends
1: on the situation. But even still, like even if you get over, like we said letting it go, you still have to like acknowledge that you forgive the person. You know what I mean? Like even just to yourself. You still have to acknowledge that you forgive that person for that thing or it will still just build up in the background. A bunch of little you know, indiscretions, and they just keep on happening, and then it turns into one big one.
0: Why do you think people? This kind of not off topic, but it is why do you think people associate forgiveness with weakness?
1: Because it feels like when you don't forgive, you have power.
0: Mm.
2: You know what
1: I'm saying? It's like you. It feels they say because on the surface level, it looks like when you forgive, that means you're saying that it's okay that. Whatever happened happened, mm-hmm. and that's not what forgiveness is about. you know it's like you don't even have to deal with the person no more, but you can still let it go,
0: yeah, I think there's like an element of freedom and forgiveness, absolutely that like uh one of the default benefits of forgiving is being in the moment and relishing the mm-hmm. freedom that it gives you. You're no longer tethered to that that thing you can't change,
1: exactly yeah. Uh, that's what was like yeah, like you just have this like spirit inside of you mm-hmm. that's just like a nasty little gremlin.
0: somebody should and draw that, like, I think everybody has a little nasty gremlin.
1: splash that water on it
0: <laughs> and then it just start popping out his back
1: <laughs> <It sizzle. laughs> gizmo, right, oh a little gizmo, hmm. But uh, yeah, so it's like, do you want that, or do you want to be an clear, open vessel for goodness to flow through? <laughs> All right, so, <clears throat> so okay, so emotionally, how do you forgive? You know, what are the emotions that you would need to work through to get to that point? Um, and I saw an article that had an excerpt from a book that was written by Trudy Govier in 2002 called Forgiveness and Revenge. And in that book, they break down like three different types of forgiveness in relation to yourself. So there's a primary, forgiveness, secondary, and then tertiary forgiveness. Um, So I thought this was pretty interesting. So primary forgiveness is what most people think of it's um, when you've been directly hurt by a person and so does your prerogative to forgive or not. It's, you know, very direct. Me and you. Uh, secondary uh, forgiveness occurs when you are hurt because of a person's actions towards a loved one. So they <laughs> didn't do mama. anything. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, <laughs> they be talking about my mom. Not my mom. Um <laughs> Yeah, so like they said, not my mama. Like you know, somebody hurt someone close to you. They didn't directly hurt you, but you're pissed off. Is it they're doing something to someone you love?
0: Is it weird that I probably get more worked up because of that than something that's directly towards me?
1: Right, and I think I'm the same way too. And but then in turn, I guess you're still then you got to forgive yourself
0: that's the hardest not thing that
1: caring about things that happen to you mm. it all like goes into this big ball that just rolls back into you, <laughs> it's like, you know it's like you try to put it outwards yeah. and it comes right back like a boomerang <laughs> um okay so tertiary forgiveness occurs when an even more distant person engages in, in unjust actions so for example a person is very upset with a political decision that goes against their philosophies of life
0: we are seeing that non-stop I mean, recently. all over, oh yeah. Gosh.
1: And another kind of tertiary forgiveness occurs when historical events are long past and had a direct influence on one's own ethnic group, but not on themselves directly. Mm. Um, so secondary and tertiary issues of forgiveness leave people with many unresolved resentments that may not even go identified by most people because... We are only focused on what happens directly to us as being a cause, you know, of an issue. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, But we really need to work through all types of things we need to forgive at all levels, no matter how big or how small. Um, So it's important to do that work, that forgiveness therapy.
0: So I guess like um, start with the small things.
1: I would say so for sure. Start with those secondary um, and tertiary issues. I mean, even, even that might be too much still because it's like secondary is someone that's hurt a loved one and tertiary is still something that you would feel deeply. I would say even start with something like maybe you're still mad that the cashier... Like, didn't say thank you. I don't know. I think the <laughs> like, so road mad rage one is
0: probably the most Yeah, like, somebody one. cut
1: you off. Somebody didn't hold the door. Or maybe you held the door and somebody didn't say thank you. And you're still kind of thinking about that from earlier today. I would say you just start with that. Like, let that shit go. Of course, after a while, you let it go. But just let it. Try practicing letting it go. And then you'll see, like, it's not so bad. And then you can move on to more serious things in your life that you need to work on.
0: I just always try to keep in mind of, like, oh, like, All the things that need attention before this. Try to prioritize those things. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does. But at the same time, you're just kind of filing it away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I just got a picture in my head of like all the bullshit. I'm just, I'll just put this right there, like in the back of my brain. It's going in this big ass filing cabinet that's gonna fall over and just rear that's its ugly dark. head. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh, that, that's so a good spot for that.
1: <laughs> so to continue <laughs> on um how to like emotionally forgive, I. I I saw another article on Psychology Today by um, Dr. Andrea Brandt, and that article was called "Mindful Anger." Um, and she said again, "Do not attempt to forgive someone before you have identified, fully felt, and expressed, and released your anger and pain." So you gotta go. You have to work through that first. What
0: did Did she clarify when she said expressed, Is that just expressing? yourself to yourself or like writing it down by yourself or is that expressing to the person that might have caused the initial wrongdoing
2: um
1: i think maybe both honestly i mean i guess it depends on what you need for yourself yeah
0: i think my question would be how important is it for the other person to acknowledge the wrongdoing for well, you that's to the thing.
1: Like, I think it ha- there's the levels. I guess you have to t- treat everything as its own separate thing. You know, there's no one way because it could be a close relationship, so you may need them to, you know, at least hear you out. Yeah. Or it can be like we said earlier, a stranger and passing type situation where that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. Um, but she was saying some some ways to work through it um, is to find a good time and place where you are alone with your thoughts uh, because you don't really know what emotions are going to come up and it just helps to be, you know, comfortable. No, you're not going to be disturbed um, and it says, so first think about the incident and that angered you and accept that it happened, accept how you felt about it and how it made you react. So in order to forgive, you need to acknowledge the reality of what occurred and how you were affected.
0: Yeah, But I feel so. like people skip all that and just go straight to May. I'm well, mad. Right?
1: Because it's like. <laughs> I'm Because <mad. laughs> it's in a sense reliving it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, I feel like we relive bits and pieces of it and then we push it away. You know what I mean? But to sit there and fully go through it.
0: But
2: um,
1: all my
0: relived experiences happen in the shower and when I'm in the car. You don't know how many times I've had the same argument from like three years ago.
1: <laughs> right. But yeah, to sit there and fully go through it from beginning to end, that's, that seems so draining. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's so necessary. It is. Um, and then it says next, you acknowledge the growth you experienced as a result of what happened. So what did it make you learn about yourself, about your needs, the boundaries you need? And not only did you survive the incident, you probably grew from it in some way or another. Um, and then it says next, you think about the person. Um, he or she is flawed because all of us are. Um, and they acted on their limited beliefs or their skewed frame. Whatever, you know, their perception was, that's how they are reacting. Um so when you got hurt, the other person was trying to have a need met in some way or another, to say that in the simplest form. Yeah. And you can think, why did they need this? And why did the person go about it in such a hurtful way? And then she said, finally, you decide whether or not you want to tell the person you forgive them or are you just, you know, expressing it on your I own. I think that kind of answers
0: and, what I was asking before. It was kind of like all the work is really... Really, a personal thing before anybody else even gets involved, and then it's your decision on whether you want to incorporate that person and in, back into it. You know,
1: right? And just you saying to yourself in your head out loud that you forgive the person or you forgive yourself—it's it, powerful. um It—it doesn't seem like it, but in that moment when you do it, it's like oh, you just feel this like energy. Mm. You feel it releasing. You can just. Eh, barf it out um, purge. <laughs> the purge uh, but yeah when you blame someone for how you feel instead of holding them wait when you blame someone for how you feel instead of just focusing on what happened like you get stuck in that victim mentality like you said earlier
2: you know you just keep
1: dwelling on that instead of just sticking to the facts and then just working through it Nobody can make you feel any type of way. You choose on how you feel. That's so hard.
0: (laughs) That's such a hard concept for people. It's such a hard.
1: I mean, it's just, it's fucking hard. It
0: is. It is. is. Because
1: we're human and we have emotions. And when someone says something that pisses you off or triggers you, it's hard to be like, you know, to not say it's your fault because you said that. You get to choose, though, how you react to shit. Well, you also get to choose how
0: long you want to react to it and that's kind of what I wanted to go to. Like, um, I think we should always position ourselves into like a proactive stance in all things instead of reactive to everything. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. It's a practice, obviously. Um, I think what helps me and I hate to be like, talk about me, me, what helps me, da, 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 but, <laughs> it's um, I'm very overly pr- protective of my mood. My mood means a lot to me. And I feel like, a person's mood should always mean a lot to them and we shouldn't always be at the mercy of mercy of what happens to you. Right. So if I can be proactive in constantly monitoring, like what I internalize instead of just being at the mercy of a knee jerk reaction to everything, it keeps me present. It keeps mm-hmm. me in that moment. And, um, it's kind of why I never understood long lasting grudges. Cause in a sense, I'm, I'm losing control though like, after a while. I
1: know, but it's also based on experience. I know some people, that whole grudges shouldn't be, but also some people have been through some serious shit where it takes a lot of work for them to work through letting it go. Mm. So, that's why, like, people that I know that hold grudges, they kind of have a right, not to say they have a right to do so, but it's understandable that that instance is something that they really gonna have to put the work in to let go. Mm. Um... I'm trying to think, do I have any? I don't have any major, major grudges, but if I really sit down and think about it, I, I, I do have some.
0: I'm trying to think <laughs> if I have any major grudges. But I
1: don't let it like control my relationship with the person, but I still have some grudges. Some gripes, <laughs> I guess I should say. Some gripes. I got some gripes. <laughs> I got some gripes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I man, I'm sure I have something. Um, But nothing that would ever make me like wish harm on nobody. You have a
1: grudge against yourself?
0: that's the biggest one Mm -hmm. it's so yo that that's that's a real big one you know we talk about forgiveness and it's always like the other person or learn how to forgive the other Mm -hmm. person what's the science of forgiving yourself Mm -mm -mm. please we need the data
1: we need the data i mean all of this can tie into that i suppose because you would still feel those same not the same when you hate yourself It will cause you to do violent things to yourself, not to take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, like, when you think violent, you think like, oh my God, I'm going to stab myself. But it's like nah. eating these terrible
0: foods. Yeah, I was just like, about to go smoke alcohol, it, alcohol, smoking, alcohol, just abusing your body. that
1: is so violent to your body, and it doesn't seem that way, but it is. That's the truth. Yeah, man. So
0: we, have there, shit. This is Ooh. this is a uh, forgiveness therapy right now,
1: right? Working through it. All right. All right. So I found a few like science-y stuff. Go ahead. Science stuff. So
2: brick, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. So there's
1: a
2: study
1: in two thousand nine. Uh, published in the journal psychology and health that found that when cardiac cardiac <laughs> cardiac <laughs> cardiac <B? laughs> cardiac cardiac patients with coron- coronary heart disease underwent forgiveness therapy. The rate of blood flow to their hearts improved more than that of the control group, which only received uh standard medical treatment and counseling about diet and exercise. And it wasn't that they were cured, but um, because they all had like serious heart problems, but they were less at risk of pain and sudden death, I guess, by lowering that blood pressure and okay. their response uh, because their heart, you know, probably can't handle that sudden,
2: you know, panic.
1: Um, and there's another one A researcher in Italy showed in 2000, um, an fMRI, they use that to study the brain activity. Um, That anger and and vengeance inhibited rational thinking and caused high activity in the amygdala, (laughs) which is where the fight or flight response takes place. I'm sorry. I love saying that word. (laughs) Amygdala. Amygdala. Anger and rage take over reason. So the task involved in the complex process of forgiveness. So when you go through the process of forgiveness, that activates your prefrontal cortex and your posterior cingulate. Which are connected to problem solving, morality, understanding the mental states of others, and cognitive control of emotions. And having cognitive control means having control over your impulsive reactions that are fueled by rage and hatred towards a wrongdoer. And this can be done, though, um, through devising like a new, less upsetting interpretation of a painful event.
0: Mm-hmm. Reprocessing it in a different yeah. way, looking through a different lens
1: like yeah rewriting it mm. um they had a word for the
0: re-imaging
1: yeah it was something like that um where you go through and you rewrite a situation of how it happened mm. for so that you can deal with it better <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, i don't
1: know if that means like lying or just breaking it down yeah,
0: i'm giggling maybe. because like it's like a study on like vengeance and i'm like who are all these like Villains, they're finding to put under this study. <laughs> this sounds like this not Gotham City. Us, this sounds like Batman. All beings. of us
1: heathens here on Earth. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, so, did you find any science stuff?
0: Nah, not really. I like
1: that was mostly all that I found. Really, I mean, a lot of people are doing studies, mm-hmm. but they're all pretty much the same. Yeah,
0: thing. I feel like it's a lot of um interpretation, kinda like there's no like hardcore science like behind it some of it there's some in there but like it's kind of like a, on an individual basis it's hard like what works for somebody oh, yeah, it won't yeah, work for exactly. another so mm-hmm. that's why i was just like let me just share some things and how i see it
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i saw that they were still trying to figure out which isn't even really like a mystery um because they do know that forgiveness plays a huge part in healing and how the body functions mm-hmm. Um, and they are saying they're still trying to figure out how they can promote forgiveness in society at large. So, like, how can schools, um, parents, sports coaches work together in communities to foster cooperation and forgiveness instead of violence?
0: That's um really cool, because even in doing this topic right now, like, it's like, how come I never really took a hard look into forgiveness? Seems like it plays right. like a very important part in society,
1: right? Right, and they're saying like, could media serve as a tool for effective education, um, to make that like the norm? You know what I mean? And that's what I was saying. Like when I watch animes, like they always have the two main people that are going against each other. They end up like being friends mm. and going on the damn quest together. Like, wait, you guys wanted to kill each other in the beginning, yeah. and then I like that, um, because it promotes forgiveness.
0: Not in America. Our shows just like kill them. <laughs> he dead now don't even give
1: him a chance he dead now don't even give him a chance nah,
0: nah.
1: <laughs> to apologize nothing problem
0: solved
1: yep <laughs> step over the body and keep it moving
0: <laughs> why are we so cutthroat oh over here God. Yeah?
1: this is terrible so i mean <laughs> i know this is horrible so the benefits of forgiveness is that it puts like the final seal of on what happened that hurt you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you will still remember what happened, but you will no longer be bound by it. Um, and like you're saying too, like even like regrets that you have are a part of forgiving yourself, working through those regrets, and um, forgiving the other person is also a way to honor yourself. Um, it's like putting out that energy. That you don't hold on to negative stuff. You're no longer harming yourself and you deserve to be happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: Are you a person with regrets? Do you have any like big existing No, regrets? say I have
1: none. Like, I think everybody does. What kind of. Oh,
0: We're doing a podcast, <laughs> Britt. I'm just throwing shit I out I know, here. but like.
1: <laughs> no, I have none. I'm perfect um i mean i can regret like eating too many slices of pizza yesterday like there's a lot of regret
0: yeah (laughs) well i mean like just like long you don't have to share it but like just like some like real deep rooted regret that like you just haven't gotten i would
1: i would think that everyone does i'm like damn if i've just (laughs) it's just me no
0: you're alone (laughs) you're alone
1: go deal with it go deal with it (laughs) yeah i definitely do that i need to work through
0: Um, This makes me think about, you know, like when people are on their deathbeds and they just start like admitting everything or like Mm -hmm. revealing all these secrets and like, I don't know, like, do you think that's like a reach for forgiveness or like just trying to clean the plate, clean the slate?
1: Well, it's for yourself, remember? So it's like for that's like the last thing for themselves. All that stuff that they've been holding on to. It's like now you wanna let it
2: go. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's why it's like, Yeah, we should do the work now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like we're just gonna walk around holding on to that. <laughs> and so some tips. I was trying to look up different like exercises to do and um with this forgiveness therapy.
2: Was breathing one of them?
1: Uh, I didn't look up that, but I'm sure it is. Um, I didn't go too deep into the whole meditation, uh-huh. looking that up. Of course, that's the the, the route I'm going to go, as far as just sitting down, thinking it through. That's, um, that's what
0: I be having to do. I feel like I get yeah. mad. Like It's traffic. It's when I'm driving, somebody cuts me off, I have mm-hmm. to do a grill big, Like uh, I'm about to react, I'm about to be like, well, let me speed up and see who this is. I always got to put a face to it. <laughs> I always got to put a face to like who did me wrong, but then I you know, I'm mean, I ease up off the gas, I take a deep like... <sighs> all right we're good. anytime
1: i go to see who the person is they're old and i'm like oh, of course
0: Sorry. well i have a theory about that but it's not popular
1: <laughs> I I just, that they shouldn't drive I, well
0: not that they, I, I feel like at some <laughs> point you get gotta retested. get retested
2: oh absolutely
1: absolutely i don't know how that's not popular
0: i
2: don't know. <laughs>
1: safety um okay so Yeah, definitely, I think, like, meditation and just sitting down, working through it, you know, processing it in a quiet space is good for maybe, like, smaller ones. But I feel like this might be helpful for something that's more deep, that uh, you really need to take time to go through, that's more, like, complex, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I saw online uh, a psychologist suggested uh, writing a letter to the person that hurt you. And to write out everything that happened with it, your thoughts, your experiences, your anger, um, and kind of just list it all out. So even in your head, you might have thought something was like this huge deal. And then once you write it out, it's like, hmm, oh. yeah.
0: Yeah, ain't isn't, that, isn't that, suck? that
1: bad?
0: <laughs> doesn't that suck?
1: And, they, and then she said to take it a step further further if you feel like you're still not like letting loose enough she said write it with your non-dominant hand so that you're not also because i don't know maybe these type types people are too analytical or you know they're just like focusing too much on just the process of writing so she was saying writing with your non-dominant hand will allow you to just let the emotions flow more freely because you're not worried about trying to make it look legible or neat.
0: Well, if you it doesn't need to be
2: okay okay
1: but okay, well it doesn't need to be neat necessarily. You're just getting it out. You know what I mean? Like you don't even need to read it back to yourself. You can rip that shit up immediately. Um, you just want to get it out. And um even if you don't think that you can forgive, just starting that process of writing it out may help you towards seeing that you can't you can do
2: it. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's a way to kinda like ease into it. Um Another way, I think, is like you said earlier, just starting with something small that's not that close to you or that isn't upsetting you that much. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just to see the process of working through it and feeling those emotions on a more base level. I think that's another good way. Do you have any tips, Seth?
0: Uh, I think I said my tips. My tips are very personal. <laughs> and I'm like, I overanalyze everything. So, like, my joint mm-hmm. my tips would be mad heartless my tips would be no dude it'd be like stop being reactive like it's just like well how do you do that um Mm -hmm. i don't know i would just say if i had to give anything i would just tag on to the start with a small thing Mm -hmm. um and probably writing 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 and and being in that quiet space I, i definitely feel like we are so distracted and we're never alone with our thoughts and i think uh that affects us very, very poorly when it comes to processing emotion. So if you can find time throughout the day where you can really just be in quiet and really be alone with your thoughts and process some of these things, don't don't push it off. I've been a, a person who filed stuff away mm-hmm. and they only come back to haunt you later on.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. And just to say one more time, just putting yourself in someone else's shoes. And trying to see it from their point of view is very, very helpful. Goes along because way. their understanding may be so limited, and that's the best they can do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody's doing the best they can <laughs>
0: at the at the point in nah, time. That just sounds funny because they just be like, "Yeah, they're just too stupid to comprehend my advanced thoughts." So, Bas-
1: basically, I'm right. guys, I'm that's right. exactly and what it they're is. They're wrong. That's that's what it is. Oh, yep, just that's, stupid. That's what it they're is. Too stupid. And I mean, exactly. And at the end of the day, you turn it over to. God, whoever you believe in, nurture, n- nurture. nurture, nature, what, <laughs> na- nurture, <laughs> turn over to nurture, <laughs> turn it over to whoever you believe in because it is not up to you to get revenge on yourself or anyone else that's that's not your responsibility facts let let it go don't
0: throw that 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 heavy basketball y'all every time you throw that heavy basketball out you're gonna feel bad (laughs) after immediately person's (laughs) glasses gonna fly off i'm wearing glasses i know what it's like for your glasses to break it's just Mm -hmm. not a good it's not a good look i
2: mean (laughs) exactly don't spit on people neither
0: that's crazy
2: don't
1: bring that back up oh my god Ugh. The shame. The shame. I think
0: you need to find that person on Facebook. Send them a message. I think it's haunting oh you.
1: Oh my god. It's haunting you. Uh, no, I apologized back then, but...
0: I'm playing with you.
1: I obviously <laughs> didn't forgive myself for doing that, because I still feel like a fucking asshole. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just life's answers right there, guys. You just gotta forget everything and everyone. It's that simple. For sure.
2: Apparently.
0: Alright, so... what can we challenge what can we challenge our listeners with i got an idea i got a little idea What is i think we should challenge every one of our listeners to find something small start off small find something small that pertains to themselves that they can forgive themselves for is that is that like too much do you think that's too much no
1: no i'm just i'm just being a butthole no no no, it's not, it's not. I'm just like, damn. know. And it's like too, like going through that process of forgiving yourself, you also need to say nice things to yourself.
0: <laughs> we talk crazy well. to ourselves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> say you're such a piece of shit. Fucking suck. Dumbass. Oh, ugly. Right. God. <laughs> we went
0: through that the other day. When we was posting that picture. <laughs> talk ruthless about (laughs) it
2: yeah
1: i i was a little uh, a little hesitant to post that throwback picture (laughs) i was like "Zach, looking like
0: i'm over here fighting for you against you
1: (laughs) i was like no i look a hot mess but whatever hey what can you do right who cares
0: but yeah do you think that's a, a a reasonable challenge
1: Oh, absolutely. I say, yeah, forgive yourself for something and anytime you catch yourself saying something negative to yourself, find something positive to say about yourself. Yeah,
0: counter it. Counter it with something positive. You
2: got to. You got to. I think
0: that's dope, man. I wanna hear from y'all. We wanna hear from y'all. Just just yes. anything you're struggling with as far as forgiveness is concerned. Um, maybe some of the bigger things you had to learn how to forgive. Anything, share your story.
1: Yep, hit us up on IG at BZ Podcast. Like I said before, you can hit us up at BZ Podcast at gmail.com We are also on Twitter, but a little
0: slack and we a, little... a little a little desolate <laughs> over there. <laughs> but Actually, the tumbleweed, tumbleweed, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the dust. Jet.
0: Right, straight up. But
1: hey, I'll, I'll still get the notification if that's you know your social media. <laughs> Of choice. You can hit us up here.
0: Uh, it's at Brittens Yeah, good luck. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Terrible. At Britten's and D-R-I-T-T-A-N-D-Z-A-I on Twitter.
0: All right. Um, I think that wraps it up for today's episode. Um
1: Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah,
0: thank you. I don't know how y'all get any information from us but we appreciate it
1: what do you mean you don't know how i had some facts he did i had some facts f-a-c-k-s oh <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right y'all till uh next time
1: happy thanksgiving yeah happy thanksgiving Listen, you're going around family forgive them before you even that's what i want to talk
0: about that that was that was one of the main reasons of coming up with this because everybody knows there's some, there's some heat there's some tension at the Thanksgiving yeah, table Because
1: I was like we should do gratitude and then you're like eh, let's do forgiveness and I'm like that definitely ties into
0: the holidays
1: yeah absolutely ties to the holidays because a lot of us don't even want to deal with family <laughs> the holidays because of family um,
0: think about how you gonna be mad <laughs> eating don't that know good what food the-
1: I know but you don't know what some family members did to other ones they might have some dark shit
0: then you shouldn't be at the table you, you, you ain't ready <laughs> you ain't ready for you ain't
1: ready. alright so I'm joking but for real like work on forgiving no matter how big or how small before you spend time with your family members hopefully that will make the air lighter and you will be able to enjoy yourself more and not have to worry about you know that shit in the background those feelings in the background for sure. be able to just be present in the moment and enjoying the, holiday. The, festivities. the festivities festivities it. listen it's sunday night i'm about to get the prepping i got all my food listen, i ain't making nothing I ain't but a no plate I ain't playing no games i'm gonna have mine cooked before i go to my mom so i said i'm gonna have me a little thanksgiving eve plate
0: you, know, you gonna send me a plate can i get a plate let me come through sure
1: i should i should have i
0: right, bet bet all right y'all
1: plenty left over
0: all right y'all we yeah, are all right yeah it.
1: we are totally digressive <laughs> bye everyone bye. have a great
0: week have a great week have a great holiday peace gotta let them go
2: let go you gotta let them go.